Hey you guys, what's up? You found your way to the I'd Rather Anime Podcast, and we are your hosts. I am Chelsea. And I'm Ben. And this is your place to catch up on all things anime, new and old, with a lovely addition of our opinions, thoughts, and banter. We know you could be doing other things, but we know you'd rather anime with us. So, as previously promised you guys, we are indeed back. We are here to talk to you guys about some anime. We are here to give our opinions on it, our thoughts, and of course, we're talking to each other, so there's bound to be a little bit of banter, <laughs> and that's just how this goes. So we thank you for being here, for tuning in to our latest episode. If you're returning and this is not your first time listening to us, thank you for hanging in there, you the goats. Yeah. We appreciate you. Let us know if you're one of those returning people and just like send us a tweet at I'd Rather Anime on Twitter. Um, we're very thankful. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, with that being said, if you are a returning listener, just to, I guess fill you in on what happened in that 13 month hiatus that we took. Hey, at least it wasn't as long as the time between 100 and 100 chapters. Yeah, because we're still waiting on that. Yeah. So, don't know when that manga's coming back. Never. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, we haven't been going that long. (laughs) All right. All right. Um, But that being said, you guys, to fill you in a couple things, like obviously 2020 was 2020 for everybody. Um, Pandemic hits. We decided to move from Texas to North Carolina. Uh, Ben got a new job. We moved into a new house and things were kind of hectic, kind of crazy. You know, the election was happening. It was, a, it was a weird time to be alive. I mean, seriously, kids are going to be reading about this in their history books. Yeah, 2020 was, uh, it was definitely a year. A year, that's it, what we're going to talk it up to. Mm-hmm. It affected anime a lot too, I mean. Yeah, like uh, the season just stopped and we stopped and it, it was a thing. It was a whole thing. But we are back. We are here. We have been keeping up with our anime, even if we haven't been talking about it on the podcast. Yeah, because you know we got to watch anime. Yeah, and so we are here to share with you guys some of our opinions of this latest season. So winter 2021 has actually been a really dope season for anime. And to kind of fill you guys in on what we've been watching, um, we have different favorites, obviously, because right now I'm hella hype about Jujutsu Kaisen. That is probably Uh, my favorite this season. Don't get me wrong. I think Jujutsu Kaisen is awesome. However, this final season of Attack on Titan, for me, probably is my favorite this season okay and i'll give you that i'm not gonna argue with you um but but i also went back and rewatched the entire rest of the series so it would make sense to me right so there's also that i here's i'll say this i don't dislike attack on titan it's just it's not my favorite i got to a point where i could no longer follow the politics of the world and because it's a political anime if you can't follow the politics of the world the rest of the anime really doesn't make sense to you but unlike you i'm not willing to go back to the beginning to figure out what is happening so i'm just going to like write it out (laughs) hey that that's fair that's fair but once i realized exactly what was going on after i start went back and rewatched it because after the first couple episodes i was like i have no clue what's going on here like i'm remembering bits and pieces so i went back and i just took like a week and just re-binged the entire series and then i was like you know what this is really dope this is amazing i'm glad you appreciate it i'm not going to do that so that's where our discrepancy lies yeah, and that's fine. But yeah, yeah. but uh, I mean, for anybody who hasn't seen Attack on Titan, first of all, wait till it's over. Look at it all at one time, and it's 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 great. And 
And that's Mr. Otaku's opinion. Oh, you're not Mr. Otaku. That's Ben's opinion on that. <laughs> so. But we can the, move on. We can talk about uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. So, to be fair, you guys, um, we're assuming that if you're listening to our podcast that you are actually watching anime and hopefully keeping up with the current seasons. Therefore, this is your spoiler warning because we will be talking about um, Jujutsu Kaisen episode 23, Dr. Stone season 2 episode 10, and Reincarnated as a Slime episode 34, which is part of the season 2 of Reincarnated as a Slime. We will be talking about those in detail, so if you haven't watched those, if you're not keeping up with them, we will do our best to leave timestamps so that you guys can skip over anything that you don't want to hear, but we will be talking about spoilers for those things. Just so you are warned and can make an educated decision about what you're going to do. With that being said, um, one, two, three, let's get into it. Yeah, so... We are starting with Jujutsu Kaisen episode 23. So if you haven't seen that and you want to skip ahead to whatever, we'll try to add a timestamp in the description note so you can do that. But that being said, let's get into this. Jujutsu Kaisen episode 23 is very good just like the other episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen but what really stood out to me I guess would be the whole domain expansion thing and how Gojo had a talk with him like hey you just think about things wrong like hey if it was me or Yuji like we just like you know push past our limits do our best or whatever but you you just like hey you're all self-sacrificing and he was like that's a different mindset. That's why we're always going to be stronger than you. Yeah. So what I really like about Jujutsu Kaisen as a whole is that I, okay, to know me is to know that I'm very character driven. And what I like is that everybody feels like a main character. Like nobody feels like they are just fodder, which feels really nice. But also I like that within our main trio, you have, um, Itadori, mm-hmm. Yuji, and he is our main protagonist. He's the one who ate the Sukuna's finger, finger to gain cursed powers. And he gets stronger, but he is also arguably maybe not the strongest. And I kind of well, like Gojo's that. Gojo's definitely the strongest. Oh yeah, Gojo is definitely the strongest. And I like, um, I was telling Ben about this earlier. I really like that uh, Gojo feels kind of like Kakashi Sensei if he was one of the team versus just their teacher. Like Gojo's definitely the strongest and he's definitely their teacher. He's definitely showing them the ropes and guiding them along the way. But he also gets in on their shenanigans, which I really appreciate because it feels like a very different dynamic. He doesn't feel just like a carbon copy of Kakashi Sensei, which I could see people like just attributing that to him. But what I really liked about this episode is kind of like what Ben said is um, he's talking to Megami or I think they call him something else. But I, I don't remember. But you watch if name. you watch the episode, you know who. But Gojo calls him Megami, and you know he's got kind of a sordid past. All of them do, honestly. If you can see curses, you don't have a nice life. That's just how what it boils down to. You know what? To. That makes sense. That, that's probably why they all have sad backstories. Yeah. Um, but I really liked that. It's been hinted at that Megami is way more powerful than what he has been currently able to attain. 
and I like the way that Gojo broke it down because usually in anime sometimes you get like this really deep introspective type conversation that comes at the last minute where they push past them and it's just like no Megami was went to Gojo and he was like I want to train to get stronger and it was just like he Gojo was like you usually don't ask me is it really bothering you that much that you Yuji is stronger and I like the way that he broke down the differences between Gojo and Yuji and where they fall and where Megami is because he's like it's not that you lack potential you have just as much potential if as not Yuji, more if not more than Yuji does however the difference is like and he did the he took the baseball game I like that as a teacher he took a real world example and was like let me show you exactly the difference in mindset that's holding us back and he took the baseball episode which not even gonna lie when we saw the thumbnail for it we thought it was a filler episode so I'm really glad that we watched it because it is definitely not a filler episode yeah um but he was like um you did a sacrificial bunt and it's like did you really not believe that your teammate could make it on to onto base and he was like well you have to work with other sort jujutsu sorcerers or whatever so isn't and, teamwork important or whatever right and gojo was like in baseball yeah it's a team sport but being a sorcerer is an individual sport. So the difference between us is like how you want to do a sacrificial bunt. You, me and Yuji, we would have went for a home run every, every time. And it's just like, that is such a clear denominator of the type of mindset that you have. And maybe it's just because like I grew up with a brother who played baseball and I understand the purpose of like a sacrificial bunt and you know your heavy hitters who go for home runs and so on and so forth and there's really a strategy to it and knowing that if you go for a home run every single time like that will really mess up the game you can't play a team sport going for a home run every time that's just not how it works you cannot win the game that way so it's just like the fact that he's like we're so self-centered we're so focused on ourselves we're so much like we are going to get better no matter what there are no limits you know that mindset is what sets us apart yeah. and then he was like he said something really profound and i'm probably butchering it but he was like there's a difference between risking death and there's a, there's a there's a difference between um putting your life at risk to win and risking your life to win or something like that yeah but basically what it boiled down to he's like there's a difference between um putting your life but there's a difference between risking death and betting mm -hmm. on death there's a difference between saying going into a fight and saying I'm putting my life at risk to do this thing and going into a fight saying that I'm going to die in order to win this fight. Yeah, I'll succeed at the cost of my life. Yeah, those are two different mindsets. And he, again, show, showed him the difference between him and Yuji. And he was like, Yuji is not going to be like, I'm going to die here even if, if I can win and that means my death, then that's what I'm going to do. That's not his first line of thought. He's like, I'm going to live and survive, but if I die, then so be it. He's kind of like Luffy in the first episode where he's like, if I die doing the thing, then I die doing the thing. That's what it is. Yeah. You know? If I die, then I die. And that but. is why I like Jujutsu Kaisen. But keeping that in mind, what was so dope about this episode, about episode 23 specifically... Because he changed his mindset. He changed his mindset on the spot. And what I love... Mid-battle. Is how they preface it with being like, the growth of a Jujutsu sorcerer is not necessarily a gentle curve. But meaning, it can spike. And when you see it... And I love how they animated it. So like you can see in his facial features where he was basically just like, F it. 
I'm finna do the thing. It may not be the best thing. It may not be stable, but I'm gonna do it. It might be sloppy, but you know what? Right now, here's the time. This is what I got. And this then he what, and then he did it. He does and, his own domain expansion. And you see uh you see him having fun. And I think that is something that we haven't really seen in him yet. You see him put in short work. And it's just like, and you flash back, and at the beginning of the battle, it's just like he was comparing this uh, curse that ate one of uh, Sukuna's fingers to the curse at the beginning in like the first and, few episodes. He and was they're like, the exact same curse. That's that's important to remember. They're they're the exact same curse. He really. said that that but one that was strong, one, stronger. Right, but the one he is fighting now is stronger. And before the first time, he, he ran, ran away. And what I like is how they, all the things came back. And y'all know I'm really big on breadcrumbs and leaving those little tidbits. And so I really liked when Sukuno had taken over Yuji's body was and was like, talking to him. And he was like, like why, why did, did you run? run? And he was like, you have more potential than this. Like, I, I want to see what comes up. And I like that Sukuna, the curse talking to him is what led him to start pushing past his limits and being like, I have more in me than this because I also- I have other options. That's how he came up with the sword thing when he was training with the, uh, but he was training for the sister event. Yeah, when he was training for the, uh, I forget what they call it, the sister the festival, the tournament whatever, or whatever, tournament, whatever. But the thing that they didn't actually do. <laughs> but I like how they worked in that. There are certain moments moments in your life that stay with you even if they don't stay with the other part of that conversation and that conversation stayed with him to the point where it's not only driving him to create more shikigami and to wield more at the same time and to come up with new ways to use his abilities but it's also pushing him to be like i'm going to try this domain expansion and even if it doesn't work it is sloppy it doesn't matter because i can do it and i know that i can do it and he's he has a moment where he's like i want my future self to like laugh at how uh how much i've surpassed my limits like I, he doesn't even want to be the same person essentially and i just i love a good character arc i love good development especially when they're not our protagonist yeah. and he had so much growth and i love when untapped potential starts to get tapped in but yeah it was like there was hardly any UG in this episode and it still was great oh yeah I mean and that's one thing I like about Jujutsu Kaisen everyone is important everyone has flaws everyone has strength and everyone is important to the team everyone like, is is their own character they're a legit character they're not like side little ancillary background yeah. filler characters just to move the plot along like they're legit characters, characters. I feel like they're real I, people in this world I feel like I could follow the story of literally any character in Jujutsu Kaisen and I would still be really happy with the story no matter which character it was, whether it was Gojo, whether it was Megami, whether it was Toto, like I really would like to follow him. Toto. <laughs> you know, I just, I really love this show. It's got great animation and I like the pacing of the arcs because normally when you get an ongoing, uh, an ongoing show like this, where it does like two seasons, you usually have a lull in the action at some point and then it's not like that. Like every episode something is happening in Jujutsu Kaisen and it keeps me hype. It keeps yeah, me excited. It's been fun. It's felt worthwhile every single week that we've watched it. I've never felt like, 
oh, that wasn't satisfying or, oh, this episode was kind of down. You know, I felt like every episode was satisfying. And that's something that you rarely get to say in anime, especially one that goes for 24 episodes at a time. Yeah. So I am really excited to see where it goes. Like I said, it's one of my favorite anime this season. I will definitely be keeping an eye on it. I'm tempted to read the manga, but I'm not there yet. Like, I want to finish out the anime season at the very least. But, but yeah, um, I could rant about Jujutsu Kaisen all day, but we are not going to do that because we have some other stuff that we have to talk about that we just haven't had the chance to yet. So that's it for the Jujutsu Kaisen discussion. want to go ahead and warn you guys that next up we're talking about Dr. Stone season two episode 10. So if you have not seen it, have not watched it, that is not on your radar, then this is your warning. Spoilers are ahead. We will be talking about season two episode 10 in detail. So you have been warned. Yeah. So season two episode 10 of Dr. Stone. Um, Humanity's strongest tag team. And when I tell you that this episode was so satisfying, because to know Dr. Stone is to know that Senku and... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, to know Dr. Stone is to know this show started off with, like, an impossible struggle of them trying to get people out the stone. And Senku, you know, woke up... um, I forgot his name. Tsukasa. Tsukasa. Or whatever and you know things went awry from that point on they had completely differing opinions and different philosophies and then to see them turn it all around and for uh, Senku to bring back Sukuna's, uh, Sukasa's uh, little sister and then see them fight an enemy together as a team you know one using you know their strength and the other one using science and them trusting each other it was just like it's something you would have never expected. Yeah. Like, you would have expected Sukuna... Su- I said Su- Su- I'm mixing anime now. Sukasa to be, like, the villain for, like, the whole series. But instead, after this war thing, they've really come together, and they actually took out an opponent together. Yeah. And what I really like about Senku and Sukasa is that they show... Okay, and this is going to be, I guess, a strange comparison, but... To know me is to know that I love Avatar Last Airbender, and I feel like it's one of the best animations that I've ever seen, bar no demographic, like whether it be cartoons or anime. I just, it's top tier, right? But that being said, I feel like the relationship between Senku, Senku and Sukasa is kind of like the relationship between Aang and Zuko. Like, there's a moment where Aang is like, talking to Zuko he was like if we had been born in a different generation and there wasn't this war going on then you and I probably would have been friends right and then you know of course later on Zuko makes good on that but I like how in this anime like Senku and Tsukasa at the very beginning they show that you know had we met each other under different circumstances we probably would have been friends we probably would have gotten along and the only difference is that Sukasa, they lived very different lives, where Senku lived one of science and pretty much of fairness with opportunity, where everybody was important. And he made those friends in, in Taiju and um, I forgot the girl, but. Yuzihira? Yuzihira? I can't say her name. I think, I think it's Yuzihira. 
and how he made friends who cared about him and mattered to him Sukasa didn't have that and so he grew up in a world of that was much tougher much rougher where there were the haves and the have-nots and because of that his sister was going to die had he not done what he done they would have taken her off of life support and she would have been just straight up dead yeah and he because he came from that world he was like i don't want to bring back the people who decided that she wasn't worth living yeah. and honestly you can't get mad at him for that but then senku was like science is equal it doesn't choose favorites yeah. you know we We're have not to save pick everybody and choose who to save you know we might pick and choose in order based off you know logic or whatever but we're saving everybody we're not killing anybody exactly you and know? i like how in this episode none of that matter because at the end of the day senku is a good guy and he follows through on his word and sukasa is a good guy at the end of the day and he follows through on his word and he was like I made a promise that you were never going to get hurt and I'll be damned if I go back on that promise again. Yeah, I'm not going to go back on that promise the second time. The first time I made you that promise and you didn't have to worry about hurt from anybody other than me, but now, you know what, I'm going I'm to keep that promise and I'm not going to be the one to hurt you either. I mean, I already killed you once, so I mean, what's the what's? Right. I mean, I killed you once it didn't take, so why keep trying? Why keep trying? <laughs> why keep trying? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, and so we get to see them tag team and you get to see the fist bump and you could, and I guess you get this feeling of what could have been, like it's a high intensity fight and you definitely want them to win, but you also get this feeling of what could have been, what might have been, you know, had they worked together the entire time because truly they would have been unstoppable if they were on the same side. And it was, it was yeah, just a really Think about fight. how much further along they would have been if they have been working together instead of doing all this planning stuff to fight against each other. Yeah. It'd be a completely different world, but, you know, that's how it boils down because what I also liked about Sukasa is that he didn't change his nature. He was always like, um, this is just a truce. Mm -hmm. We will never see eye to eye on how this should go. So even if I'm not, we're not at war with each other right now, this is not going to last. You know? And I just... It, it's a really good episode. I'm a big fan of Dr. Stone because I'm a big fan of like science and character. And I like how Sen Senku told uh, Spear Dude, that's what I'm gonna call him, Spear Dude. Yoga. Yoga. I like how he told him, hey, I have have more enough power in my finger to beat you. And then he literally beat him with his finger, you know? Yeah. I mean, despite the fact, well, we're, well spoilers, but despite the fact that it was like a high voltage taser at the end of his finger. Hey, that was the end of his finger. I mean, it's cool. Still one finger. <laughs> he he did that, and he he shocked him real good. He did, he did. But um, I think that's pretty much all that I really want to say about Doctor Stone. Is just like this was a really good episode, and I liked how they drew the relationship between Senku and Sukasa. And if you're not watching it, and you listen to this section of the podcast anyway because you're a rebel and I like your spirit, then you should go ahead and watch it. Yeah, go ahead. But that's it for the Doctor Stone stuff. Next up, we're talking about Reincarnated as a Slime, episode 34. So, just like the last two things that we've talked about, Reincarnated as a Slime, episode 34. We're about to talk about it in detail with spoilers. 
So prepare your mind. And if you have not watched it, please go watch it. it please. It is awesome. It's amazing. So you have been warned. We are going to continue proceed with your own risk. So reincarnate as a slime to know us. If this is your first episode and you ain't never heard Ben and Chelsea talk about anime before, what you need to know about us is that we love a good comeuppance. We love a good vengeance. We love it when a main character come through when they said, I'm a, I'm a get you. And they come through a couple episodes later and it's like, ah, but you got, you yeah. got. You been got, like, let me tell you, like reincarnated as a slime, most of the time it seems, you know, a pretty lighthearted, lighthearted children's, children's show. show. You learn some things, you learn some lessons or whatever. But you know what? In this season, you learn that you know what your decisions have consequences. He you told learn me, that some people you don't pick a fight with. You also learn that too. You know what? Because you know they came in and they uh they messed up. Uh, I forget his name. Shion. Not not Shion. Um, Rimuru. They came and uh messed up Tempest Rimuru's uh town or whatever while he was away. They thought they was doing stuff, you know. And they killed uh Shion and Gopta. No, not Gopta. Gobzu. Gobzo. Gobzo. Gabzo. And let me tell you, man, in that vengeance today on this episode, it was epic. Let me tell you, all of them were showing out. I mean, it was blood everywhere. People getting beat to a pulp. And the way uh, the old man did that cocky otherworldly kid, oh, man, he sliced them up. I mean, it was beautiful. This episode was so good that we watched it twice back to back. That rarely ever happens. I think that's only like the second time it's happened where we watched it back to back in the same night. Yeah. Like that. Like So to paint this picture for you, in case you're one of those bold people who you haven't actually seen reincarnated as a slime and you're trying to decide if it's really worth watching. Let me tell you, episode 34 is worth watching it because up until this point, Rimuru, and if you don't know the plot of it, basically reincarnated as a slime, there's this, there's this dude, he dies in Japan because that's how isekai anime work. You die in Japan, you end up in a fantasy world, okay? He ends up as a slime and he works his way up. You have to watch all of season one because that's basically his come up tale. But he comes up, creates this town called Tempest. It's full of monsters because he is now a monster and he is at the top of the food chain. He is all powerful. You don't mess with this slime, okay? It doesn't make any sense. He's overpowered, but you saw his come up. He wasn't always overpowered. He didn't start this way. He he pitted, he grind. He hit the grind real hard. All right. Yep. And so now he's standing at the top of the totem pole. He's cool. He's trying to. He's being diplomatic, talking with kings, and while he's away, some 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 humans. Yeah, decide they want to start some stuff or whatever with the monsters, the group of monsters who created and, a town that aren't messing with them. Right. Those, they want to come and try to fight them. And, right. And war against them. They put And then they have the nerve to put up barriers and stuff like little cowards. Right. And so it's important to note that Rimuru, because he was human, told his monster friends, hey, we don't attack humans. We got to be nice to them. Like, we're trying to change the way this world works, so don't attack humans. And the monster's like, eh. I don't know about that, but all right, you the boss, right? It's so, like Ben said, they come in and they put up not one barrier, but two to weaken the monsters. And they come in and start acting like they big stuff. They smelling themselves. And so they wreck shop because the monsters are weakened and they're under direct orders not to hurt anybody, right? I'm not going to get into the details, but let's fast forward an episode or two. 
you know, Raymaru fights his fight because, of course, they got the big, big bad trying to fight him and take him down while he's alone because they think, oh, if I can catch him alone, then it'll be fine. Yeah. Lies. And he comes back. His town is destroyed. His people are laid out in the streets dead. And he come to find out that, oh, it was the humans who did this. So he has his moment of grief. And then he finds out that, oh, okay, I can bring him back to life by come, becoming a demon lord. Maybe. There's like a 3% chance. All right. That's enough for me to gamble on it. Okay. And, and so. I got to kill 10,000 people to be a demon lord? Bet. And he found out they got an army of 20,000 coming coming his way? He, he said, oh, that's perfect. perfect. And oh, they're looking perfect. like, ah. Uh, you okay? Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, and later when it's time to fight or whatever, and they got their different tasks, you know, it's four crystals that need to be destroyed. And there's also an army of 20,000 coming or whatever. He's like. I got the army of 20,000. Y'all can go destroy these crystals. Just let me know when it's done. You want any of us to come with you, boss? Nah, I got this. I got this. And so, the best part about that is you got Benny Maru, who, Shion was one of his people. She came with him and they killed her. And so, he handled it. And so, when you go into this episode... He was also we, in charge while Rimuru was gone, right? No, he, he wasn't was, in charge. Um, who was in charge while the, the goblin dude. The, the goblin, old goblin dude. Rigard. Rigard. He was in charge. Um, but there was no way this could have been prevented. So it's not like it, it was really his did, fault. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, Benny Morrow comes in. And when you go into this episode, you think, okay, you know, this is going to be a multi-episodic fight. Nah. Benny Morrow comes in and he wrecks shop in less than 30 seconds. He's like, done. Yeah. Are y'all still fighting? Look, you have the to understand. They got a whole group of people guarding each one of these crystals. They're and, threatening and Re, him. And Rimuru sent uh, a group of he people. He sent one to, man. He sent a group of people to each crystal, but this one particular crystal, he sent Benny Maru by himself. He was like, Benny Maru, you got it? He was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, there's no need to hold back this time. Yeah, kill and him. Then he, and then he was like, oh yeah, I definitely got it. He's like, I ain't gotta got worry about keeping him alive? Bad. Yeah, bad. He went up there and he said, I'm, I, he walked up and he said, you know what? I'm about I, to take my rage out on y'all. I'm about to take my rage out on y'all or whatever. And he comes through and he slices and dices. I mean, it was quick. It was only <laughs> like <laughs> maybe like two minutes, not even two minutes. Not even 30 seconds. It was like 30 seconds of animation when you just see him just mow down everybody. And the sound effects are perfect. like boom, 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 boom. Everybody bursting the flames and cutting the hand. And that was just the, the intro to the episode. And we got everybody wrecking their crystals, but then we got the old man. And the old man is mad because this little, little punk ass came man talking shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because this little otherworldly kid beat him when they had two barriers up and the guy was trying not to kill him. You know? He right. was, he and he was, was protecting other people. Keep in mind because we all know, we all know that you don't fight your best when you're protecting someone. Not that you don't want to protect them, but because they get in the way. They get in the way. They're and they become easy targets. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, old dude, he get his rematch. And he's like, you arrogant little boy. You done irked me. All right? So, you ain't got no barriers. And I can kill you this time. So, come at me, bruh. And he was like, ah, ha, 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 ha. You <laughs> weren't able to lay a finger on me last time. You should have turned tail and run. It's like, nah, homie. You should have turned tail and run. run. And he was like, old man was like, look, you got a temper? I got one too. Let's get at it. Come and at me. He tries his little spatial technique and these little tricks of the story. He was like, you little weak. How dare you come at me with little little 
Play Paula tricks. Yeah. Paula tricks. Paula tricks. How dare you? little spatial time distortion thing you got. It's nothing. It allows you to what? Move 300 times normal? Or it's whatever like, oh, you're finally catching up. Your, your, your 300 times spatial thing is finally catching up to my moves. Yep. And now you realize I've already beheaded you. You're done. So take this time and think about what you've done. He slices this man's whole head off and he is still aware because he's moving at 300 times speed, which means it hasn't actually happened yet. Yeah, so like like he hasn't actually died yet. He hasn't had enough time to die, even though his head's been cut off. Yep. So it was like, yeah, take this extra time that you have right here in this split second momentary time to reflect on your sins. <laughs> and then there's more stuff that happens, but basically they, they've got Geld, who is the orc king, and he is fighting the dude who killed Gabzu, who was protecting the princess or whatever. And who killed uh, Shion too. Yeah, and so uh, the orc. Uh, the orc he was like, oh, "Ooh, man. that fight, do 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 do." He's like, ah, and then he, oh, like I can't even get into that fight. Just go watch it. It was so dope. He was just hammering him out of nowhere, and then the dude got scared and he ran. He killed his teammate, and then got this skill, or whatever, that made him like uh, heal instantly yeah, or whatever, like so he could die. Yeah, the survivor skill. And he thought, yeah, I have my ultimate offense skill that I had originally. Now I have this ultimate defense skill. I'm good. You can't beat me. And then he was like, you know, and then he found out that all that just backfired on him. That just got him beat up for longer because he didn't die. Yeah. You know? So and Geld was like, come at me, bruh. Come at me. I'll put my sword down. I'll put my sword we down. We can have hand to hand and I'll still beat you. He was like, ha, 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 ha. You don't know what you're doing. Okay. <laughs> Boom. The sound effects are everything, you guys. But then he gets saved because that's how the story goes. But you know my favorite part of that whole episode is if you follow us on Twitter, if you follow us on Instagram, then you know because I put out um, a screenshot of it. But it's when the old man is talking and he's like, because basically the the mage dude who came and saved him was like, we'll meet you on the battlefield. And the old man was like, no, you won't. He, he won't be meeting us on the battlefield. Our leader is already headed to that battlefield, and yeah. uh, we're not going to be there. See, you messed with the wrong one, bruh. Right. And I feel sympathy for you because your you, death you, will you, not be painless. Look, you've invited the rage of the one of which you should have feared the most. And then, <laughs> I mean, he's like, I'm not going to that battlefield. Are you? Not Yell's like, nah, I'm not going to that battlefield. Nah, he, he said he got it. We don't need it. It's nothing. <laughs> Like, you can go there and die, but but we're, we, but we're going to do a restart. We're going to stay here. And, you know, if you stay here, we beat you. But if you want to run away, hey, that's, that's fine. You, it's going to be worse on you. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you guys, we get the end of the episode where Rimuru, who's this really, who looks like a little kid. He's in the body of a little kid. And he looks so innocent. And he's, like, talking to his great sage. And he's like how many people and she's like enough and she's like he's like it's a spell ready she's like yeah he's like engaged right, <laughs> let, let him do this let's and do he it. puts up his own barrier or whatever since they put a barrier over his he's town like, when they came he put, a, he put an anti-magic barrier. barrier like how y'all like it when you can't yeah. use magic he puts his little uh drops of his slime in there whatever or water it, i don't know if it's water or slime i think the people thought it was water but I, it looked like pieces of his slime though I don't know. But, but he was basically like, may the, they don't deserve forgiveness. May the wrath of the gods pierce you. 
And he said, Megiddo. And that was it. Megiddo. And then these little, <laughs> these little droplets just started slaughtering everybody. It's like just, a ping pong. <laughs> and you just hear Great Sage just, just counting off, like, like, like calculating the number of dead. 900, 1100, 1200, 3000, 4000, 4200. It's just like, and it's just And he's just growing. watching. And he's, and he's just watching all of these people just, just die and slaughter and hit the ground. And it's yeah. just, oh, and there it was is, so hype, so epic. And then we also find out that the mage who saved the dude can also possess other bodies by killing off their soul. Yeah. And so he's in a younger, he's in the body that just got the survivor skill and da da da. So it's a new person. And he's like, I may even be able to take on a demon lord. <laughs> so I feel like he's going to get cocky and come for Rimuru after he becomes a demon lord. And he's also gonna get his ass handed to him and I am it's ready going for to that. get smashed like no tomorrows. It's not even gonna be nothing for Rimuru. Yeah. So but like I said, if you guys have not watched Reincarnated as a slime, it has like besides the fight, you also have um a lot of amazing um whatchamacallit you also have a lot of amazing storytelling you've got great characters you've got great arcs it's actually a really highly entertaining anime um i'd watch it again in english i think that's something that we plan to do it's something that's really enjoyable yeah um so i would definitely recommend picking it up if you haven't already but that is the end of our spoiler talk for reincarnated as a slime All that being said, you guys, that is pretty much it for our reunion episode on the I'd Rather Anime Our podcast. comeback episode. Our comeback episode, because I mean, it's not like we were like, we left you guys, but we didn't leave each other. That's yeah, not how yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, but, but it's, our, it's our reunion with you guys. We come back to you guys. So, you know, hey, it's good to have you here. And if you're listening for the first time, that's good too. Just make sure you remember to uh, follow us on Twitter at I'd Rather Anime and feel free to tweet at us your opinions on these episodes and what you liked and what you didn't like um, yeah with and these episodes it's probably just gonna be all like stuff yeah and make sure that you subscribe to us whenever you listen to your podcast app whether that be on anchor google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to this at subscribe to us tweet at us let us know what you liked what you didn't like like mr uh, i keep calling you mr otaku but we don't call you that anymore ben ben like yeah. i don't know your name um what you normally call me <laughs> i'm ben she's chelsea i think we said it in the intro yeah so um tweet at us that is the best way to get in contact with us if you're watching something you want our opinion on it let us know we're always down for anime recommendations But that being said, we appreciate you guys for listening all the way to the end of this podcast episode. We appreciate you for not giving up up on us during our hiatus. And we can't wait to come back with another episode. We will continue watching these three as well as some other things because I definitely want to talk to you guys about Horror Mia. Because honestly, if you don't know me, I love a good slice of life. Like I'm down for good romance. Always. Every day. No matter what time of day, I'm down for a good romance. And Horror Mia is top tier romance. And to know me is to know that I have some go-to romances that I'm just like, this is just so great. And among those, I have my love story, my lovely complex. And I know some people put Toradora up there that's not on my top three, but I digress. Point is, I got my favorites. And Horror Mia is 100% 
on that list. Like, I'm trying to convince Ben to buy me the complete manga series. But we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Hey, if you know of a good spot to buy it um, physically. On the East Coast. On the East Coast. You know, or online, they'll ship it to us. You know, let us know. You know? Um, Because we're definitely down. You just got to find the right spot. For sure. But we can talk about anime all day, but we're not going to do that this time. So, like I said, thank you guys for listening, for tuning in. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to it at. Follow us on Twitter at I'd Rather Anime. And we know you could be doing other things, but we're glad you decided to animate with us. Until next time, you guys. Peace. Out.